Hey guys, it's Abdul from our good friends over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. No prom season will be here before you know it, so make sure you get the tuxes from Leon Tailoring. Yeah, I know there's those other big box places where you could probably get something, but trust me, they will not do your son the justice that Leon Taylor will do. They'll make sure he looks good, looks great, and hey, by the way, Leon Taylor isn't just tuxes too, it's also weddings. Ta-da! Because remember, they did the tuxes for my wedding, nine years later, still married, exactly. So, Leon Tailoring, whether it's tuxes for prom or tuxes for wedding or just uh, tucks in general, swing on by 809 North Delaware and downtown Indianapolis. Well, as the primary gets a little bit close, we continue our conversation with candidates running for a public office. And today in studio, we have Jordan Davis. Jordan is running for House District 87. That is sort of the north central portion of Marion County, running against, uh, running unopposed in the primary, running against Carrie Hamilton. That is her district. So, Jordan, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you so much, Bill, for having me. Uh, so tell me, why are you running for the legislature? Don't you have anything else better to do with your time, energy, and effort? I think a lot of people would have a lot of things to do better with their time and effort. But for me, uh, it was one of those things where I saw the perfect opportunity. The conditions were right. I saw that my community was really suffering from COVID. And now that we are in the, uh, the Biden administration, there are just some things that I feel that if we don't treat it now, it will go by the wayside. So I'm in it to just get it done. Uh, so what are your uh, running for state rep? Obviously, uh you be a Republican. Uh, what do you, what do you, what are your what are your top three priorities? My top three priorities are a little bit more moderate centrist, uh, in the sense of that I'm focusing now on the economy. Now that we're going in 2023, we really need to be thinking about how we're going to diversify our economy over the next 10 years. Second is crime. We have failed crime policies here in Marion County alone that I think needs to really be addressed, and I really want to get a tackle on that. And third is going to be the education. I think that our education system needs to be protected by also thinking straightforward with it as well. Uh, so Jordan, tell me, uh, when we talk about, uh, like I said, education, want to you know get your priorities in order, uh, what do you mean? More funding, more choices? When we talk about education, what exactly do we mean by that? That's a very good question. Thank you. What I mean by that is a combination of both. I believe that it's 50-50. I believe that we need to look at some of the education programs that we have, such as trade and skill work, uh, making sure that we're doubling down on our STEM projects and STEM outreach projects for schools, so that way schools here in the state will get more of a feeder program started. But also with education, we need more solid funding for the next 20 years. We need to figure out over the next 20 years, if we're moving towards student choice, we need to be setting up the atmosphere for the parents to be able to do that. And so I want to make sure that first, we're making sure the basics are there. Are we making sure that they have a trade and skill? We know that we don't need to go to a four-year college to make it in America. So are we doing anything that we can do to make sure that there is a feeder program for them to get apprenticeships or maybe get an associate's while they're still in high school? So we're for that. That's for thinking, but also still with a conservative uh, mindset to it, if that makes sense. What would you say uh, when you go around and talk to people uh, in House District 87? What are they? What are they, What are they worried about? What are their concerns? What are their priorities? Their priorities are worried about more of business development and the lack of resources that are actually exposed to the 87th. During my time living there and during high school, I got to see what it was like to go to a very good uh, township. But what I've noticed is is that that whole entire area suffers from the lack of presence of police there, a solid business infrastructure to help it to develop. So for middle class families that do move there like me and my mother did, we didn't really have those avenues. So when I go around the 87th, what I'm hearing is, is what are we going to do to secure future jobs here? What are we going to do to make sure that our small businesses have a chance to stay afloat? And what are we going to do to make sure that our kids are getting the best education that is not getting bogged down with what's bothering the rest of America? That's what I hear. 
Our guest on the program today is Jordan Davis. Jordan is a Republican candidate for House District 87. That's currently held uh, by Democrat Kerry Hamilton. And so we got him in studio as we uh, bring candidates through over the course of the next few weeks and some change. Uh, Jordan, you can start yourself a moderate Republican. Uh, obviously, uh, today's Republican Party is a lot more conservative than, say, my father's Republican Party. How do you fit in or how do you how do you get things done with, with a party that's probably a bit more conservative uh, than you are? Well, that's a very good question. I thank you for asking. I get asked that all the time on the campaign trail. And what I tell them is I do not live into in a vacuum, um, that the spectrum of what a conservative is is very far and wide. Where I sit on that spectrum is I sit on it with a forward-thinking mindset that in my in my nucleus at the base of who I am, I have conservative values. But looking at the changing world that we're in today, which we have more Democrats and independents in Marion County than we do Republicans, I have to be forward thinking. So I have to make sure that I'm being bipartisan on issues that I may feel strongly conservative about, but my constituents may not feel that way about it. So I navigate it by making sure that I'm keeping an open mind and I make sure that I'm being a conservative to my base, but I'm also trying to represent my people in the 87. So I have to make sure that I'm an earpiece for them and be willing to go to the table. Which brings up the next question, which is, this is Marion County. Uh, Democrats have like a 60-40 advantage uh, over Republicans. How do you win in House District 87? District 87, we have to look at this as a battlefield. We cannot look at the war. All of Marion County right now, it is a hard fight for us Republicans to take it back. But if we be strategic with it and we get our message out there and we change our game plan, we have to show them that we're genuine and transparent. In my campaign, we are that. When I go out there and represent the 87th, I'm showing them the new face. I'm showing them that, hey, you know, there is this trope out there, but I'm here to show you that I'm willing to listen. Our ideas are not different. And you might be surprised. You might be as conservative as me. You just didn't know it yet. So it's it's it comes with the benefit of being a unicorn out there to be able to go into places and speak where most Republicans could not go. So I use that to my advantage too. I'm using every tool to my advantage in this fight because if we don't make this change now in 15 or 10 years, we won't be able to recognize any parts of the city anymore. Jordan Davis with us for a few more minutes on the program today. He is a Republican candidate, House District 87. That's currently held by Democrat Kerry Hamilton. Uh, big issue that's coming up uh, actually next month in May uh, is a possible veto override of the governor's bill on transgender uh, athletes. Lawmakers passed the bill banning transgender athletes from playing in girls' sports. The governor vetoed it, basically saying that Indiana already has a model with the IHSA uh, that to deal with this issue. It was a solution looking for a problem. If you're in the legislature, how do you vote? For me, how I would vote on that, I would still vote to veto the bill. I do believe that we need to look at this more as common sense. I believe this is what happens when we segregate things for far too long. And I believe that it shouldn't have to be whether if it's male or female or they. You know, I believe that if we open it up to a unisex type deal thing, we probably could get things better. But I don't think the legislator should be messing around um, with this. And I think the governor did the right thing by vetoing the bill. Um, also, another uh, big issue that's been out there has been uh, the issue of what to do with all the extra money that Indiana has. Uh, you know, a good chunk of it due to the American Recovery Act. Should lawmakers have cut taxes? Should they have paid off uh, more debt? Should they have invested in more spending programs? What do you think lawmakers should have done with an extra $5 billion floating around? With the extra $5 billion, that puts us ahead in the Ohio Valley with a good economy. What we need to do is we need to diversify that. I'm very big on green energy, but I'm also a conservative when it comes to green energy. I'm looking at right now SpaceX. I'm looking at companies like Sierra Nevada, where can we diversify in making sure that we get manufacturing jobs here in Indiana, where that means now that we're high tech, number one in high tech in the Midwest, you know, we need to make sure that we're getting these companies in here to invest in the Hoosier dream and the 
Hoosier way of life. So I would try to focus more on getting us into that industry or trying to set up breakaway into the industry, you know, whether that's high tech, whether if that's going now manufacturing or fabrication for space vehicles. Um, I'm all totally for that. We see states like Texas with uh, Governor Abbott there is benefiting greatly from that. So we can be smart in 2023 with the five billion we got on the table. Uh, second and final question for you. Uh, let's talk about potholes and road funding. Because as you know, Meridian, which runs right through your <laughs> district, Keystone, which also runs through your district as well. Uh, Sometimes it's like playing the old video game Moon Buggy. You just got to you know get your car and kind of jump over potholes. Uh, some folks say Indianapolis is like a billion dollars, but take an extra billion dollars to, to fix, to get the roads up to where they need to be. And it goes to the issue of lane miles and how many miles you have. Uh, is it time to change the road funding formula? It is time to change the road forming formula uh, 100%. And I think the process of bidding for those contracts, too, I think we need to change that completely as well. Um, look, for uh, how much money we have on our coffers, this is kind of embarrassing to be the number one in the nation for potholes. I think that we need to be smart about this. We shouldn't be going out every year filling them in. It should be a, a five-year job at the most every five years. So I think we definitely need to relook at this formula. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you or find more information about you, where can they do it? You can go on my website at www.votejordandavis.com, or you can get a hold of me at our campaign phone number, which is 317-795-4543. We look forward to speaking with you. Thank you so much. All right, Jordan Davis, uh, candidate, Republican candidate for House District 87, running against Kerry Hamilton in the fall. Jordan, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to have you, sir. Look, look forward to having you back. Thank you so much. You take care. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.